fears of tripping on time. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, hello, and welcome to the Hotbox Day of Saturday, October 31st, 2020. This is episode 219. I'm Matt. That's Grand. What's up, Grand? What's going on, buddy? And we do usually have Vint here, but for now, he is living in the dark ages. Got a little too into the Halloween spirit. That's okay. He's with us in spirit, though. You can't call a storm the Halloween spirit. I think that's kind of out of his... I can call whatever the hell I want. Okay. Well, sorry, Vint. Sorry you're you're weathering a storm. Is that is that actually what happened? He got hit by a major storm. Yeah, that that shows how much I care. But it is I, Halloween, and we do have another guest come on uh, to talk about some Rossin related stuff. We have uh, the great Rosenberg. What's up, man? Oh, I don't know about great, but thank you. Your content's pretty great. I can't speak to you as a person; never met you, but your content's pretty great. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. So you. What? Do like an academy, and are you also you're not like selling the actual setups and stuff, or are you doing that as well? I was just looking at your website, therosenberg.com. Yeah, so uh, basically, I like to teach, and uh, this is just um, started out as a started out as a medical thing for me, and then ended up being uh, a whirlwind hobby that took off, and now it has turned into this where I end up teaching people how to do this, I guess. Nice. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. What, uh, how what... long have you actually been pressing? Ooh, that's a secret. Come on, that's just a mean question. <laughs> 25 actually, years you know, I've been pressing. My paw pressed before seven. me and his paw before him. <laughs> We've been pressing. You don't have to answer that if you don't want to, of course. No, that's okay. Uh, not, not quite as long as people would imagine. So uh, I'm about a year or so doing this, but I did a whole lot of homework first, and I'm mm. obviously well versed in the subject matter anyway. So, right, right, lots of knowledge on the matter. Love it. I can't get enough of the subject matter. So you get to a certain point where you have to just start making the content because you've done run out of uh, of content to consume on the, on a particular subject. Man, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like I'm trying to find certain things to do sometimes. I get I get a lot of hemp guys contact me and want me to do reviews for them, which I'm cool with doing. So uh, I just got one the other day. They sent me a catalog, so I'm hoping to do one of those soon. What is it? A hemp dryer? <clears throat> uh, no, hemp, uh, hemp farms that want me to oh, check out their flower. Actual reviews uh, of their uh, – yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, my last video was Jackson Hemp and – Another form, sit me something. Can I ask you guys a question? You're all dad fans, right? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Have any of you used a Paul? A Paul? Paul. P A W. P A W. Paul. Um, I have not. Hmm. I've never even heard of it. See both, so I can see that you need only know what it is, but it's basically it's a Puffco Peak, but it's not. It's a Paul. It's the same thing, but a different brand, I guess. Oh, it's like kind of the off brand of it i don't know if it's an off brand or just, it's a, just a different a different like brand a yeah mm. but i got one in the mail today so i was curious if you guys have used one 
No, I haven't. Um, Matt actually got the Puffco Peak second version for for his birthday a couple of days ago or last week. Yeah. A buddy of his gave it to him for a gift, and it's looking all right. But I think usually we're not really E-Rig type people. Ooh. At least I'm not. I'm not. I, I like my bangers myself. But, I mean, I'm I'm also a whore for bangers, I guess. Hey, teach his own. I wish I had nice bangers, but I don't. Man, I got cheap glass. <laughs> The peaks are dope if you travel. That. Like, if you're constantly traveling and stuff, if you're going to, like, different consults and, like, different classes you're teaching and stuff, it's, like, the best thing to have in your cup holder. Yeah. I'm definitely uh, an advocate, too, of you don't need expensive glass in order to smoke and be good at it and have a pleasant experience. Like, you, if you have a nail and a freaking cap that works decently you'll probably be doing halfway okay. You know what I mean? As long as you can temp it in. You don't need a $300 nail from Evan Shore Bangers and but if you a want $600 cap that was custom made and with you, crushed opals thrown in there. And... If you want to flex, though, you got to have all that stuff. If you want to flex, uh, flex your ass It just off, depends but, why you're right. dabbing. I don't think right, that's right. why we're dabbing. I would love to have some more nicer glass ones, man, but I just don't. It doesn't... I don't know, man. I got the cheap bangers off of Amazon, and I got glass from. I actually like my glass guy. My glass guy's in a Kentucky place. Uh, it's a head shop in Kentucky. He's got really good prices. Hmm. I've been using that guy a lot. But I, as well, I'm, I'm sitting here about to dab. I'm cleaning my rig as you guys are talking. So. <laughs> That's all right. We got dab time coming up at 4:20 my time, which is 14 minutes from now. But he can dab whatever so, he yeah. wants. Yeah, you can. I mean, I might <laughs> dab him too. I mean, let's just dab then. I mean, you remember when I used to take it like four dabs a show? <laughs> oh. Yeah, there you go. That torch, kick it on. Damn, I wish I would have brought my torch now. <laughs> I got mine. I gotta say, like, I am still using it a bunch, like, when I'm at home, but I think it's because it's new, and I think it also has something to do with the fact that it counts how many dabs you take, and, like, I kind of like that i like to like see a number of like oh yeah i've taken this many dabs um but i feel like I'll, i still gravitate towards like the torch and the the j red knot when i'm at home uh right like it's it's nice it's extremely easy for travel too because it's a nice pleasant experience on the go yeah but if you can have all of this it's i don't think it's like four hundred dollars for a travel i mean I, I guess you could spend that on like a travel glass and pelican and a not like a torch y you can get up there i suppose but for what it but is i think it's like, also it's about the convenience sweet. and smallness of it though yeah, too you yeah. know what i mean it's you don't just have like to have one little thing rather on. than a whole table spread full of shit I didn't you're realize there, your car like, going like this, you know, when you've been dabbing for a while, you don't really like you start to take that for granted, like how many things it actually requires to, to take a dab. And I remember we took a trip to Alaska for uh, Alaska Canacon or something. It was some weed conference there. And we just were like, oh, we'll just buy what we need when we get there. We had to go to four different stores to acquire all of the necessary items to take a dab. It was it was kind of ridiculous. That's terrible. It sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah. Funny. So what's your uh, what's been some of your favorite strains that you've pressed? Uh, I I assume that some strains do press better than others, and and you've oh, kind God. of 
gotten that that sorted out in your in your comings and goings? Uh, on some, man, it's always fire in, fire out as far as making dabs. But um, we need top quality flour and stuff like that. Uh, strains that are favorites. I like. How do I put it? I know this sounds corny or whatever, but I like fruity stuff, man. I like the skittles and the berries and the stuff like that. But I get weird uh, cravings for some earthiness, so I like the Shire. That's actually my favorite strain. Ooh. I've never actually had that. There's nothing wrong with fruitiness and berryness too. Those are very fucking tasty. Yeah, I got oh, I got tangy here and vanilla frosting, so I'm with you. <laughs> Tangy's a great strain. Tangy's Love it. Hold on, just a second, guys. Come yeah, on, you're fine. You. Oof, man, that dab got me good. I took a hit of some. What was it? Some Zuper from Zuzu Farms. I feel I'm like going for some of my purple Skittles right now. Oh, that sounds phenomenal. Some purple Skittles. Do you Have you seen the flower of it at all? Uh, it was my flower. Ooh, you just became my favorite freaking person. <laughs> How'd it look? Was it purple? Bruh. <laughs> yes, I could put a uh, picture up on the Discord, huh? Oh, please. Absolutely. I'm sorry, I'm a grower too, so I'm like all about that, having a heart on ready to see that. <laughs> i love shit like that like i actually uh just popped a uh it's like a las vegas purple kush or something like that crossed with a banana og from i can't remember who it was from but um a buddy of mine brought it to me from some instagram person and i popped two of them that are uh feminized and i'm hoping the flower comes out a little bit purple that would be cool to have some purple banana nice on the voice chat i just put it in where do you want to put it uh, voice chat's fine. Okay, well, I'll just put it on the voice chat. That's the flower. That's the crumble. Let's see if I can give you the. Oh pen. yeah. Oh. That's nice. Damn, Zam with that reaction. It's <laughs> hilarious. Chris Farley just. That flower looks absolutely amazing. And there's the wax after a cure. Ooh. So you do everything. You grow and you like take all your pictures and do all the editing and like like are you kind of the one man show or do you have like a team of people that help you out with that? I'm a one man show. Everything that you've seen nice. content created is done by me. Hell yeah. Everything. Every um platform that I'm on, on my YouTube, um, everything for uh, Instagram, Twitter, all of it, Facebook, it's all me. That's awesome. Oh, that flower bud looks so beautiful. Jesus. Yeah, you can just like oh, scroll dude. through his Instagram and it's just like it's start always yet drooling. That's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, let me put there is a um, picture I have of the flower when I after it's cured, like I sat it. Where is it? Here. That's that's what you want. Oh, that crumble looks so beautiful too. Oh it is. There you go. There's the Oh, that puck. The puck is gorgeous, but so is the flower. Look how frosty it is. That's why I've seen. seen that one actually on your thing. Yeah, that does look beautiful. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so. That squish that looks amazing. I just want to scoop really some of that is. right into the banger. It really is, man. It's it's I mean, I just took a hit of it. It's good stuff. I love it. It's it's the fruitiest of the stuff that I've ever done. And I've only grown twice. These are the only two plants I've ever grown. It's a Girl Scout cookies and uh, yeah, that so 
Just kidding. Nice. Girl Scout cookies is always a good favorite strain. Oh, it just yeah, looks so good. Been, this is Sam. Actually, what I've been doing today was the Girl Scout cookies, as a matter of fact. Oh, there you go. How's that press out? Oh, here's my notes. Oh. And the press, yeah. So today, so far, my first one was 22.68% uh, yield. So on a three and a half gram press, roughly. So I got a little over, I got like 0.8 grams. That's so not I'm bad at 20, all. Yeah, 22 to almost 25% return on this one <laughs> and this is my home grow so this is to get that kind of return is insane yeah that's that's nuts that that's like kind of almost top yields like i think i've seen like 30 percent maybe max come out of a press but like what you have right there is like kind of top yields of what you're gonna get off pressing a little bit and i've only pressed a little bit so i mean correct me if i'm wrong but like that's those are high numbers. That's insane. Flower numbers for flower numbers. Yeah, those are those are really good numbers for uh, this. Oh yeah. Is in the skittle, the skittles pressed over thirty percent. So oh really? Like, oh, it was closer to thirty. What was it? Ooh. Do you skittles do more more flower pressing than hash pressing, or do you do any hash pressing? I have the hash set up. I just haven't gotten enough experience at it yet to run the stuff that I have for it. Like I have. I saved some of the Squirrel Scout cookies and stuff for it. Oh, nice. But I haven't run it because I want to run some hemp stuff just to do some tests. Cause, just because I haven't done as it. As far as like temperature and pressures and stuff? Yeah, correct. Gotcha. Dude, I it's so weird. At a low temp of 190, and I got a little over 23% yield. I got a total of 4.62 grams out. Out of hash? Out of, no, out of... Um, 20, out of flour? Out of, 25 grams of flour off that Skittles. Oh, damn. That's not bad. Yeah, I only got 25 grams off of that plant, but I think the Girl Scout cookies made up for it, man. She gave me over five ounces. Damn. First grow ever. <laughs> and when people come to you and they want, like, advice and stuff, do you is this the picture that we see here in the voice chat? Is that kind of what you always recommend them? Like, that? that's the setup? Um, I actually ask them what they're looking for, man. Some, some people have money. Yeah, some for sure. Don't. So, you know, some people that contact me, I recommend a hair straightener. I really do. <laughs> not even kidding because you can get the same returns. Right. Just in a whole lot smaller setup. Yeah. Much cheaper. A lot longer. Dude, that's, that's hilarious that you say that. Cause for $30, I went and bought a one and a quarter inch, uh, hair straightener or no, I think it was a three quarter inch. I'm sorry three-quarter inch hair straightener and then i want to bought like a 15 uh 15 four inch drill vice from home depot and yep. you just use some um jb weld hot or like a high temperature stuff and literally just take the heating elements out of the hair straightener mount it to the drill vice and you can press about half a gram to a gram at a time and get up right around those kind of returns it was beautiful and you made oh i made beautiful flour beautiful rosin with that it tasted amazing yeah, it's, it's all. I mean, it's the same exact thing. It's the same exact thing. I'm using just larger plates that are thicker with better heating elements. I mean, right. it's, it's exactly the same. And I you have better heat control moment. too. Yes, I, I just want to ask people what they you know what they want, what they're needing, because not everybody needs the same thing. And then uh, try to guide them to it the best I can, because there's a lot of options when it comes to presses. And is it a so, pretty big variety? Like, do you get just people like that want to press at home and then large scale farms or is it kind of more of one versus the other? 
Uh, large scale operations use mostly uh, very the more expensive stuff like GoPure Pressure or Sasquatch. They use some of the bigger presses that are three, four, five thousand dollars. Right. And then the, a lot of the home pressers, anywhere from you know the hair straighteners on up to say a thousand bucks. Nice. Usually right. Range. Zam says I made rosin with a hair straightener and I've enjoyed it more than some of what I can get locally for real. Yeah, so I think that's you... like a big part of it too. Like if, if that's somebody it, wants right oil, like you're not going to tell them to set up like a closed loop or to like go open blast in their backyard when you can just as easily tell them to like go wow. get this hair straightener and some, some parchment and you know, much safer. Rosin has come around to a new – the world is going to what? All um, clean everything, right? You've got like Honest Brand and all the stuff that's organic and natural this and everything else. So why not have – we already want the clean meds anyway. Back in the day when you're wanting to buy fire, you didn't you, – you had a good dealer, right? You didn't have uh, – you didn't just get swag from anywhere. So you know the guys that were growing it were growing naturally and doing things good. And now 2020 has just made – all that blow up, like light sellers are selling out, tent sellers are selling out, presses are selling out. People want to make their own, and I don't blame them. They taste better, and they can grow their own for a reasonable amount of money now. That's what I just did a series on. Seed to rosin for less than two grand is absolutely doable. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Is that on your YouTube channel? Yes, sir. There's a four or five nice uh, video. Uh, seed to, it's a budget grow press series because you i mean you can buy an entire budget setup for like 700 dollars, and literally all you need to do is add seed light and everything you're growing your own for 700 bucks you can get a press for 700 bucks and everything you need so you're you're 14 1500 dollars in for but mother really has that money so you know try to help where we can yeah would you guys believe me if I told you the nutrients on those two flowers that I pressed, the, the stuff that you're seeing, the returns that I'm getting? Twenty dollars. I believe that's awesome. That. I believe that hundred percent, actually. Because I mean, it doesn't always take hundreds of dollars in nutrients and everything just to grow stuff. A lot of the times, it's just giving it what it needs and it doesn't always need a lot sometimes though it is needy <laughs> maybe sometimes you, it is maybe you got like a bad stuff i use i i it was like 120 dollars, but it, it was a lot of nutrients like i have nutrients for a couple of runs but yeah. it's like a few different things mixed together so like per run it's probably around that it's not like yeah that's there but a lot I mean, of people I are paying it. hundreds of dollars for nutrients and stuff and it's stupid Absolutely, I agree. I and and what's what a, what I get that I think is funny, like uh, what is it, BioBiz? I think some of the ingredients in some of these big names, like BioBiz or uh, even the Fox Farm stuff, they're found in these cheaper ingredients or in these cheaper places, like fish mix, for example. Um, that's one of the nutrients that I use during my grow, and y you can treat your soil. You've got nutrients in your soil. You got all this other stuff, whatever. But if you just go out and buy cheap old, you know, normal store brand organic stuff that's just natural, decent organic soil. Put a seed in there, and then when she comes up, spray her with this fish mix till she gets into flower. You can't burn her. Whereas a lot of people burn their plants with nutrients or whatever, trying to, you know, overwater, underwater, do this or do that. 
it's just a whole lot simpler. So I folia fed sprayer with the fish mix, and that stuff, man, it's mixed into a bottle. So I've got like I can I, mean, I can industrial grow right with that for at least one run. <laughs> so that's a that's a few hundred plants and nutrients. The other one right. is super drive, ten dollars. That's not bad. Damn, I'll have to look into that and see how that works. Yeah. Especially if you're getting that kind of decent returns. What are you getting per plant usually? That The one plant that I put the most love into was that uh, the Girl Scout cookies. And, and I, I, I did everything that I could do because everybody's asked a lot of questions online on how do you LST, how do you do this, how do you do that? So I topped it, I laid it over and tied her down, and I did every little trick in the book just to see what I could get. She gave me five ounces on my first girl. There. So it was a pretty big plant, so I was actually very proud of that. I guess I can put a picture on that on there too. Right, right. It's not too bad. What kind of light were you using? What kind of watt light? I started with a $50 blur pole that ended up being, it was supposed to be a 600 watt and it came a 300 watt. So that's what I started with and they didn't give me a refund. And then I ended up upgrading to a Mars Hydro TSL 2000. It's the two by four length because that's what the tent that I had. You want to know something hilarious? Sure. I, I have that exact light. <laughs> nice. It's a, it's the Mars Hydro 4x4, actually, but 2,000-watt 4x4. And uh, that you, you actually did use a pretty good light schedule, too. That For, for veg, you want a little bit lower light. And for uh, flower, that 2,000-watt light was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I ended up having to dim it a little bit, too. So. Oh, yep. I, I would have bet. Yep. And it's great with that dimmer. But we are a little bit past. It is 422, and it is... Dab time. I saved a giant diamond just for this. There's nice little one. boulder. Oh, yeah. Nice. And with that, let me get this set up and we will. Do, well, that wasn't it, but we will go into our ad. All right, I was talking too much. Somebody shut up. Time to smoke. Time to smoke. This episode of the Hotbox is brought to you by Gary's Glass Adventure. Go to garysglassadventure.com and check out his shop for any of your dabbing needs. Gary's Glass has quality German quartz and bangers of all sorts. They come in all sizes, 10, 14, and 18 millimeter. Also available are quality ruby pearls and rigs from a variety of artists. Again, that's garysglassadventure.com. Use promo code R slash dabs710 to get 10% off your order. This episode is also brought to you by Sweet Piece of Glass. Spog is an amazing website with lots of great pieces and a large assortment of accessories from artists like Chappelle Glass, Unlimited Glass, and Glassmith, Quartz by Jake Miser and Jay Redglass. There's almost nothing you can't find from Spog. Matt always takes care of his customers, and if you're in the Discord, he'll often give you a deal. So join the Discord and check out his shop to pick out your very own functional piece of art. He can be found at sweetpieceofglass.com and in the Discord. Oh, that tangy slopes. Man, this diamond is fucking killing me. Wow. Fire <laughs> 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 OG is definitely a good staring. Were you into Reddit and stuff like before you started getting into the Rossin thing or did you, did you like find all those groups and stuff after that? 
Uh, I have a friend of mine that turned me on to Reddit, and <laughs> Reddit's where it started for me, actually. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's that's where I found a lot of education, and I found a lot of education on YouTube, and then once, I, I guess I got into certain other aspects, I started wanting to learn more, like, Bubble Man type stuff, and, uh, I, I don't know, man, I just, I'm absolutely obsessed with I want to make the most square footage I can make on a plant or try some fish. So I don't necessarily want densest buds versus dense buds to smoke. I want fluffy buds to press. I know, I know that sounds weird, but I want more square footage for trichome coverage. So pressing or uh, growing for dabs is not the same as growing for product to smoke or, you know, to sell. Like That is absolutely correct. And uh, there's also a trick, too, that I've heard. If you harvest just, like, a week early than you normally would, it actually helps with that a lot, too. And uh, there's there's a few tricks, actually, like uh, cold. Cold yeah. helps. Uh, the, these plants, they, they like people, man. They, they want to put a coat on them if it's cold, and they do it with resin. So let's, you know, let's treat them. Cold, but... That explains why yours went purple so much, too. You gave it that cold, and it just... It purpled right up. That that's what brings out a lot of purple too. Is near the end, you give it some cold air, it'll bring out a lot of purples, and apparently give it a resin coat. I didn't know that. Yeah, the cold. Uh, the plants can grow. They grow on everywhere but on the planet, but Antarctica, naturally. So if somebody tells you they can't have this pH or that pH, or they can't handle this or that, that's absolutely not true. I, I want to. I want to take a handful of seeds, drive down the road, and just throw them out the window, and come back next year, and you'll see them. Because they're they're weed, they grow anywhere, man. <laughs> yeah, they they're a weed. It, it will grow pretty much anywhere. That's hilarious. And I actually found too that it likes the variation. I don't I don't think it likes the stability of like it needs a certain pH all the time, every single time. And it's well, like, it's I, stimulus, right? It's it's stimulating right. the plant, which causes it to react in either different terpenes or, like you said, more more oils and resins. And I also feel too like a light stress is also necessary to kind of, you know what I mean? Like it's like muscles. Uh, you need to break them down a little bit to build up strong. Oh yeah. So I feel like my... you need to give it some stress every now and then. I'll go out there and snap a branch right off. Show a plant who's boss. I'm like, I'm the boss now, plant. Now grow. <laughs> Bow down to me. No, I don't really grow. So I, I'm just talking shit. Well, in all honesty, you're actually quite right. Cause I did that, that Skittles plant gave me some very nice nugs off a part when I took her out of the pot, threw her on the ground, hosed her down completely, <laughs> cleaned her roots off, put her into a new pot, rest her with a broken branch, and she still puts that branch right back up. That's awesome. Nice yep. so very absolutely a resilient plant. Oh, oh yeah. There's actually a technique too uh, that Kyle Cushman teaches. It's uh because obviously uh when the hemp plant grows naturally there's a hollow tube kind of running up the center of it. And if yep. you break the uh out the outer shell but the inner area so you're not breaking the green part of the outside, like it's like the first inner barrier of the all the white part, you just yeah. kinda move it like this and you shear it and it'll actually pretty much build up stronger and more water will flow through it. I actually do that to all of my plants too, and I don't really have to use too many trellises because they're strong enough to hold it. Yeah, I knuckled all of mine. I bent them over and uh, basically like a little, I call it a moose knuckle, but it, it just puts a knuckle right there. <laughs> yeah, knuckling is amazing. 
Damn, that dab got me. Let me know. Yeah. That dab got me. I'm still good. Apparently, the show's going a little long for some of us. Well, Matthew, what, what, do, we, what do we got on today's document? Uh, we can start out from the subreddit. Uh, user Butter069 posted, uh, What is your ideal email temp? And they say that they bounce around temps as high as 666, of course, for the meme and usual 505. Uh, I thought it would be interesting to kind of discuss what what temps we like. I know when I used to have an email, 650 was always where it sat at, and that was just on, like, old titanium kind of thing. I know on, on, like, the peak and stuff, like, it goes up to about 6, I think. But I've been hitting it, like, around 570, so... Where what what kind of temps are you uh, are you into? Uh, me personally, I keep mine set at about six hundred. Is it okay? But uh, I also have a a pearl in there and a spinner cap and everything, so I think the pearls help them keep a little bit more heat in there. And I'm sure it's not actually at six hundred; it's probably a little bit over. <laughs> Yeah, if I had to guess, you know. That seems to be the consensus between 600 all the way down to 475 uh, in the comments as far as, like, the low end uh, of it. That seems extremely low. Yeah, it's that's probably on, like, a like a Carta or something like that. Or a Sapphire, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> god damn and of course you can find online there's all sorts of like charts and graphs of like what uh cannabinoids and terpenes boil off at what temperatures and everything (laughs) yeah we have that pinned somewhere in our chat i actually venture posted that in the chat and i pinned it for everybody to learn nice see there's only so much i can learn online though like i find questions like um, with rosin pressing, for example, if I if I have a flower that I just harvested and I press it today, the day I harvest it, then I cure some and press it a week later, and then I cure some in, in a jar after it's dried and cure that for a week and then press it, what will the different reactions be and how long can you take to press that flower? That's kind of what I've been doing because I can't answer that question online. But I have one one flower that I got last year that I had enough of that I saved and I pressed in three different batches. The first time that when I got it, it's pretty light. The second time halfway through the year, about six months ago, was eh, kind of dark and harsh and green. And then the crust the other day was almost black. But it still got the same smell and still dank. Well, and that's a lot of that, I assume, is just from moisture content, right? Like the longer it sits, unless it's constantly being frozen, like all of that water is breaking those cell walls of the plant material. And you're like, you're getting more of that bleed through into your product. That could be. And I've always found that seems to be somewhat about the freshness and the humidity, which I'm sure you know that, but I'm just saying for our viewers. Well, that and to track that kind of stuff is super interesting too, because like as you're curing it, like you're actually making changes to that terpene profile. I I would assume that all of your cannabinoids are pretty much there. And I mean, aside from like a little degradation, like they're pretty much going to remain the same, but the terpenes are what's interesting and what's like going to be changing a lot as you go through that cure process. Which right, could affect but like exactly what he's saying though. Yeah, exactly like what he's saying though too is like nobody's really ever done this and like right. 
and actually kept and, track and data and, and everything. Right, and and then posted it for everybody to see and yeah. stuff like that, like you should with scientific data. Well, yeah. So, like, a lot of companies like, like, like you like to sign the science, NDAs and stuff, though, right now because of, of shit. I just have questions, and I can't find the answer, so I'm trying to find them myself. That's dope. That's what bro. every That's... pioneer in science says, bro. Yeah, move it forward. <laughs> Moving forward. Well, this uh, this Girl Scout cookies is a good example. The stuff that I pressed right off the bat, it buttered up like in the fridge. It buttered up in like a day. Like I was able to just, it was just like butter the next day. I could take it out and Reese's peanut butter cup. It just <laughs> looked like that crumble. Oh, that sounds so tasty. It's great. But after I've pressed it, uh, after it's cured and it sat, and then like I just pressed some uh, the other day, it took it till yesterday to cure in the butter. It stayed hmm. more sap consistency. So it takes a little longer to cure one of them, but I just pressed the rest of it today. <clears throat> I wonder if that's due to like the ratio of like THCA versus THC, because we know like THC will kind of want to stifle that crystallization process. So if your if your levels go too heavy towards that side, it may take it a lot longer. Also, the variation with the terps too. If there's, right. if it's a little bit more terp heavy strain will, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like the the terpier smell has gotten. The smell has definitely gotten better as the jar cure has progressed. The 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 smell of the rosin has, has seems to not change. <laughs> kind of terpiness from the from the first press. It still seems as light and airy as this stuff that seems to be slightly, and I mean slightly darker, like one slight shade darker. Hmm. Well, that's actually kind of a decent segue into our next one is what about the difference between warm start and cold start? Kind of our, uh, like going on our temperature for they the ideal a, email temp. They took a vote here. We had 184 votes. It seems 86 people prefer the warm start to 79 people who prefer the cold start, me included in the cold start there, and uh, 19 like it red hot. (laughs) I expect to see videos from all 19 of you catching your bangers on fire, (laughs) combusting in the the banger. It's It's sad that those are actually out there. Yeah. Like those are actually out there, and I've even done it before. Have we? Haven't we all done that before? Can we not agree that that has not I'm happened? All sure. Of us? I mean, unless you had like somebody to teach you how to do it, if you were just like right futzing around and figuring it out for yourself, yeah, you're just gonna torch that thing and then go what right in. The fuck is a cool down? I don't need to wait. Why am I waiting? <laughs> Dab this right now. Well, that's set what do you on mean? fire. It's gonna be too cold. <laughs> Why would that set on fire? Oh yeah. I like it too because a lot of people back then were like they always, they thought that maybe the uh, the the fire was from it not being purged all the way if it was like butane. It's like no, you just got your nail way too hot. <laughs> I, I guess I'm in the cold start situation, even though I do like cold starts, but I also like hot starts with an insert, which I guess is also kind of a cold start at the same time. Yeah, is it though? Yeah, it's heat retention. Yeah, it is heat retention. What do you what do you prefer, Rosenberg? If I had uh, an email, I would tell you, but I do like lower temps and colder starts, so I tend to let my banger get good and hot and let it sit for a while, and I end up having to reheat it a little bit. 
But you you heat it first. You don't go in cold. Yeah. Gotcha. Correct. I heat the banger uh, first. I don't have a cold start banger, but uh. Yeah, I mean, any so. banger's a cold start banger if you're brave enough. All you gotta do is try. If you're brave enough. True that. Oh God. Well, what is this next post we got going on? Our kind of Friday night cheers. Let's see this. Oh God, there's the audio on that one. Ooh, somebody hitting their rig pretty good. Oh, look at that. It's Pearl Spin. Is that a ruby in there as well? The whole shebang. The whole shebang. I like that I this that video... I hitting that for a second. Has, it, it's cut like it's got a few different camera angles and stuff, which I, I like that people are, are taking that much time and doing like nice edits of their, their uh, evening dabs. I used That's to do nice, that uh... with like, I'd have like a couple of my old phones and I would just like use those to record videos and then like bring it all into windows movie maker. And like that shit takes a lot of time. So, so uh, props to, to people for, for doing that still. Takes a lot of time. It does, man. That shit's time consuming. <laughs> Dude, my wife always used to yell at me when I would try to like record videos and like shit like that. She hated it. I don't know why, but. Yeah, I also liked uh, this one with the cloak and the puffco, and the comments were were cracking me up a little bit when the stimulus check hits. Uh, user psycho, that, that shit just—I don't know why—that shit just cracked me up for some reason. I thought I'd, I'd throw it in the uh, the rundown there for us. Wearing a random like, like Chinese that cloak anime is, like yeah, cloak dude, the trip has the been acquired. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's I love, amazing. I love, I love our that. community here. <laughs> so much for hey, I just dropped. I dropped a pic of my uh, portable rig. It's a little dirty, but uh, that's that's what I use in the car. I take a torch, a little little torch with me. Oh, nice a little nectar collector. Ooh. Yeah, I was curious. Do you guys use nectar collectors? I used to, and I gave them all away to people that like were were getting them figured out when I got like regular glass and stuff but I do still see them out there and actually one of them uh my my buddy I work with brought it to work the other day he's like do you want to rip this thing I was like hell yeah I'll rip that thing hell yeah I'll rip this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like I used to do reviews for stuff so like they would send me that stuff so I would just like give it to my friends after after I made my my reviews and shit with them uh, Zam in chat says, I still have a custom official nectar collector. That sounds cool as hell. Nice. Oh, damn. Look at that one that Rosenberg just posted. That's sick. Okay, I love sorry. that. It's dirty. It's poor, Where are you guys posting? The oh, I see. In voice chat. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I'm like bouncing back and forth. That's pretty dope. I know, I know. It's, it's, a little, it's a awesome little. It, it looks cool. I like the fume tentacles. Is that horns yeah, and tentacles? What is that? They called it a horn piece on okay. Amazon that was twenty bucks, and I said, "Okay, oh, yeah. that's cool as hell, though." I, I I I use this nectar collector at home when I need to medicate heavily. Like I want every bit of the dab. <laughs> and you, you you leave residue in the bang, but this pretty much you get every hit, every bit. Yeah, a lot of people like them for the nice strong hit they give. I saw my buddy actually Q-tip his out too, which I had never even thought of like actually doing. <laughs> but he like it was funny. Just People just want to keep it clean out. too. Do yeah, know no, I know. That? I just always like would just torch it out because it's a titanium tip. Like you can just cook it. But it was funny to see him actually like take care of it and shit. I was like, that's okay. my boy. That's my boy. 
for this next one, and by the way, these are up in the podcast, uh, the Hotbox podcast chat. I'm posting these links if you guys want to take a look at them. But in this next one, this one makes me want to go trick-or-treating tonight because uh, apparently Starburst has a medicated gummies now. What? No, that's just people using like sticker farmer packaging to sell their no, medicated no. gummies. Is it actual no, Starburst no. medicated gummies? Yep. Made by I- Starburst? Yep, hundred percent. You cannot lie to me like that again and tell me that they did not do this. I don't think that's a thing. It's a thing. Shut up! Don't you ruin my dreams. <laughs> Dream uh, but yeah, Dream some uh, some news outlets are like telling people that you know your kid's gonna get razor blades in their apples, and I, I feel like we talked about this on on the jam hole last Halloween about the myth that like all of this. Uh, these things were happening to candy and we actually like looked it up on Snopes, which I don't know how true that is, but it turns out a lot of that stuff was like, not, not really true. It always wasn't. It's always been just a scare tactic. Yeah. This says the mythical menace of THC infused Halloween candy continues to haunt police departments and news outlets across the country. Oh, yep. A review of recent press coverage suggests the journalists started to wise up. Really? So they're just pretty much like, yeah, never mind. We we were kind of kidding. <laughs> That's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> but now now somebody has to do this because I kind of want it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like the nerds candies and stuff, but it's not made by them. It's just packaging people made that like people are using to sell their weed candies. But it, it still has that kind of taste, and that's well, yeah, because it's, it's because people buy nerds and then use them to make the nerds candy. Maybe <laughs> like, it Shut is up. actually nerds, but like, Don't no, ruin it for everyone. Willy Wonka is not actually the one behind it, you guys. Well, maybe he needs to be because he's missing out on like thousands and thousands and thousands of sales that would probably equate yeah. to like millions of dollars. Yo, could you imagine when like a <laughs> Nestle or a big like candy chocolatier I starts think doing called, actual like, gets weed. into yeah, like oh my god, Nestle weed candies that would be this needs to happen. Can we just make it legal so like these people can do this? Yeah. So basically like a bunch of the these pictures are circulating around like a bunch of Facebook groups and parents are like, "Oh my god, is this actually what's going to be in in our kids candy?" which it's totally not, but they're using those pictures of like the the wrapped up weed candies as like a a propaganda is that what, I guess that's propaganda. what it would be called propaganda believe me Marty, they're not going to be in your in your kid's stuff because your kid didn't join that waffle to get that stuff for real <laughs> and because like nobody's even trick or treating because of the virus so calm down that's what I was just about to say like I thought trick or treating was like completely done because like of the whole virus shit going on so like now they're already trying to scare it away even more what the hell's wrong with you Diamond XO says I could do it. It's a waste of money, and seeing someone take too many edibles and get sick is never fun. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah, big yeah. facts. That is true. My little girl out last night. We had uh, here I, where I live. They uh, <clears throat> they had um, I guess it was last night. They did the good stuff, and then tonight they let the adults, you know, drink it up. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, that's true. That happens. Uh, I don't with think they're doing anything around mine. Every year, I feel like. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, last year, it's not nearly as big as last year. Yeah. Oh, and I, I read that wrong. Diamond said I could not do it. 
not could do it. I thought she was like, I could do it, but it's a waste of money. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought this was kind of... you out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was kind of interesting. You know, uh, uh, some towns, even in, like, legal legal places, still, like, have bans for weed because they don't necessarily want it. A uh, small town of Sarahita, uh, Arizona, it's 15 miles south of Tucson, has passed an ordinance to ban recreational weed, but only partially. Prop 207 is expected to pass, so anti-marijuana towns are starting to ban the industry as best they can. Sejuarita uh, has become the second town, with Gilbert's being the first. You want to say the name of that again? Sejuarita? <laughs> I can't. Sejuarita? I'm not, I'm not, I can't really laugh at you too much because I wouldn't do any better, but... Uh, it was just funny to me. The Sahorita Town Council passed the new law with a six to one vote. So I think this is a good uh it's 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 good to like be involved in some like more local level politics so that you can prevent this stuff from happening in your town more than I would say it's important to like vote for the president because you know <laughs> you can actually I, I, affect change at this level. Not at okay. Th- this is all the I'm first saying. time in a while. Hold all on, I'm saying. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Not nah, everyone agrees with me. You don't need that. Yeah. Just put it away. The opinions put it away. in this discord are those of the public individuals, and they do not represent the opinions <laughs> or views of the discord owner or its members. Yeah. Statements in this discord and the presentation of the material do not imply the expression of any opinion yeah. whatsoever of the owner members discord as a whole. Reddit or subreddit or rdabs at any entity name. Done. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you for that. Can you see me? No, no, we can't. Oh, yeah, we can. What's up, buddy? Oh, he's in here to dab for us again. Now we got to take another dab before it all ends. I keep dabbing. I mean, I have to talk and like be semi-coherent, so like he makes me stop. I'm not making any. I don't make It's because I would always stop you and be like, Matt, 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 it's dab time. And then Tooth called me a child. I am a child, yeah. Ooh, what's he got there? Hard to see because the back lip of that Girl Scout cookie, um, basically butter, just crumbled up, crumbled butter, whatever. I always love it when it ages more. Skittles too, but yeah. This is what I'm on right now. Obviously... BHO and that kind of stuff always looks better because they see or see it and shit, but how dare Rosin you? always have such a great... How they do a dare digital, you? Man. Who is they? they? Who is they? Well, Rosin, Rosin <laughs> looks different in, than BHO and stuff like that. It, it just does. That does not mean it's any different quality. If anything, it has more of a taste, and I love it. You're pretty, I really you're do. pretty defensive. That's all I'm saying. And who is they? What do you mean? Who's this being you speak of? Right? Everybody. Every, <laughs> the every, industry at like, large? Every person nowadays uses CRC. It's kind of like the new Wave thing that's going on. Not that it's anything wrong with it. Who it's is Way? What is Way? What Way thing? What is Way? You said the whole Way thing. Way? The Way thing. What Way thing? Uh, what do you mean Way? I didn't mean to say Way. Did you say Way? Shut up. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna host with your wife next week, and and we'll let you like keep the dog quiet. <laughs> oh man! I don't know what the hell I'm saying anymore. I'm trying to get a dab ready and shit. Get it. 
Okay, so you're gonna have to forgive my bowl because I have two other dabs in there for medicinal reasons, but I'm adding my Girl Scout cookies in there for right now. Oh, that you good? That's this one. We're gonna clear that. We gonna clear that one out. We gonna clear that. That's a cool little glass bowl. I like that. Uh, it's one of those. You know, when you go to the head shop, they got the big nature collectors, like the fat ones. And they're like 30 bucks, but they're the cheap, junky ones. They always have these mm. fat bowls. I'm not a fan of the big bowls, honestly. I like the small ones. <clears throat> what? Hey. We used to use like sight glasses, just like little, sight like, like petri dishes, basically. Yeah, but not all. They were like perfect for the nectar collector, so you could just rip. Them. Oh, he's hitting up the nectar collector again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's really right over here. So with it being Halloween tonight, when I get back from taking my kids to my parents, I was thinking about doing a, uh, ooh, I like that neck butter with water in it. A five gram dab? No. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Don't put that evil on me. I, I want an extra collector like that now. That looks cool as hell. But I was thinking about doing a movie. What movie would you guys like to see? Ooh, what was the thing? Who posted Midsummer in there? Because that's a <laughs> I did. fucked up movie. Is it? I want to see that. Have you not seen it? I have not. Oh, well, there's your there's your Halloween fucking movie night. <laughs> Is it worth it? <laughs> it's uh it's out there, man. It's uh it's a ride. It's it's gory. It? Like it I don't wanna like ruin it. Spoiler alert, but shit gets gory. <laughs> I just Fuck. I've seen the preview of it and I seen I seen somebody talking about it or something. Yeah. I can't remember what somebody was talking about it of, but it just seemed like a really good movie. Like a really Yeah, no, good it's Halloween. it's good. It's it's just it's yeah, it's a it's a rough watch. You know, speaking of rough watch, I just watched uh, 127 hours. I never seen that, that was... before. Friend was talking about it at work, so I watched it. Holy fuck. That's a great fucking movie. That is a rough watch towards that. the end. The last like <laughs> 20 I'll minutes. I'll tell you what, Diamond. <clears throat> if I am getting another five gram dab and it's sponsored by somebody, which is going to be a little bit more money than last time because fuck that. Because you got to so pay me to do this pain. I will do it. You can send me. I will pay you to send me. You're an extra collector. I'll pay the shipping and then I'll do it. Out of the nectar collector. A five gram dab <laughs> out of a nectar collector? <laughs> because I know it's going to hurt. I don't even, I mean, you'd just, you just, you would sit there and just reheat it until you finished all five grams. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. And puke oof. my guts out log the entire way. Yeah. You, yeah. Oof. See, I don't, I don't make, hey, I don't make promises hey, like that. Cause I can't yes. do that. When you uh, upload this to YouTube, can you cut the video on mine? No, we we don't have video right now. We're not <laughs> recording the video. We're just recording the audio. So you are all set, my man. Yeah, Grant takes cool. the easy way out and just puts a picture of the logo <laughs> <laughs> for the video, which I don't blame you. I, I'm not trying to edit all that footage and it's audio. It's so much and... work. So we got to give some shout out to Tooth, who used to do it, and uh, now he can't because he works and stuff like that and actually has a life. So... 
that's understandable. <coughs> yeah, once upon a time we used to do the videos of these, but now we don't. <coughs> so you are all set. God damn, Sweet. that damn got me. <coughs> you guys are a terrible influence. Yeah. <laughs> We're the best oh. influence. You are the best influence. Yeah. So I think that might be it. Midsummer, this guy's going in for another dad. Look at him. I love him. This is my kind of guy. Yeah, Midsummer would be a good one. I mean, unless you want to do like classic Halloween, then like your, you know, Hellraisers or Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger, stuff like that, I well, guess. Didn't but we do Midsummer's... the Shining? Didn't we do the Shining? No, we did uh, Hannibal, right? The TV show? Or the no, movie? No, fucking the movie. What was, what was the mo last week's movie? <laughs> Who remembers? First one you remember gets. <laughs> oh god damn it! I, I hate myself sometimes. I clicked out of here like the best. Whoever remembers gets a cookie. Silence of the Lambs. I'm sorry. Shit. <coughs> oh, like the OG one. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> we watched Silence of the Lambs last. Year. God, this episode's gonna okay. be fun. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. <laughs> 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 just an hour, just an hour podcast of us coughing. Take it to the head. Take it to the head. Take it to the head. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. shit. Thanks for joining us. Hotboxpodcast.com. Join us in the RDAB subreddit Discord throughout the week. And for a movie night tonight, apparently for uh, Midsummer. Yeah, we'll 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 stream that out tonight, I guess. <laughs> and we'll put links to all of Rosenberg's stuff in the show notes. You can find those at hotboxpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, join us here every Saturday, one p.m. Pacific time, for the show, and throughout the week, just here in the server, hanging out. Absolutely. Thank you guys for coming. Oh yeah, thanks, Rosenberg. Is there a question? Holler, shoot, shoot me an email. Holler. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Rosenberg. I posted all of your links in the Hotbox podcast. I'll throw up a pin on that as well. Thank you. Go. Absolutely, oh, my yeah. friend. Thank you for joining us. Happy Halloween, everybody. And we will see you next time. Next Saturday, maybe, Matt? Yep. All righty, man. We'll see you guys. Right.